world needs okay. to hear this. Okay. Hold on. Let me back my story up for the listeners. I did uh, powder puff football my junior year of high school. Excellent Not my senior choice. year. Um, <laughs> but my junior year. Um, for those of you who don't know, powder puff football is uh, one game a year where the uh, girls play football and the guys are cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. We love the gender binary. Um, <laughs> and so the, I am very small. <laughs> I'm five foot three. I, I don't weigh very much. I'm a little person. And <laughs> they put me <laughs> on the offensive line. And I didn't know anything about football, but I knew that this was the wrong decision. Um, I only did this. I was not in it to play football. I didn't no. want to. I wanted to play as little as possible. I was in it for like the social. Like I had a friend that was doing mm-hmm. it and like the popular people did this. So I was going to do this. Yeah. Um, I was not one of the popular people on this team. But you know yeah. what? I was there and I got a picture with some cute boys who were dressed as like Hell cheerleaders. Yeah. So, you know, mission accomplished. However, I only played for three um little we couldn't plays. figure out the word rounds they're not <laughs> rounds know. but you know what i it's mean not, rounds, it's like a rotation plays. but that plays. play yeah three plays I, I have no idea sure they blew the whistle three times or something <laughs> i don't know it was very quick and that was exactly the way that i wanted it let's be clear <laughs> however uh i was on the offensive line and i was standing opposite a senior girl who i'm pretty sure was a softball player and she was i swear to god the largest person on that field she was so i was looking up at her like she was just so large and i was like why am i here right like my life flashed before my eyes a little bit i'm not gonna do anything to block her like this isn't a good position for me to be in um and then she on the the first couple times she just like hit me like it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it's it's flag football but what are you gonna do to block somebody you're gonna block them with your body uh but i'm very small there's not a lot of body to go around so i just immediately got shoved out of the way like i was not doing anything i was not doing anything at all on the third time she body slammed uh. me so hard i flew backwards and like my my parents came to watch I was literally airborne I think I did like at least part of a flip in the air because like I swear to god I I flew feet backwards in the air um my parents came to see and my dad said he could pick me out immediately because of who I am as a person I was wearing um a a bow clipped into my ponytail I think I think most girls that are part of Puff did yeah, we, most girls did not. They were like oh. the cool, like basketball oh. girls were the cool oh. girls at our school, gotcha. and like other. See, like, ours were like combined. Like they were the, okay. the bow wearing, but they were also the basketball girls. Yeah, that was not their vibe. However, gotcha. it was my vibe. I was mm-hmm. the only one, but I was wearing a bow in my hair, and it like snapped backwards <laughs> as I got body slammed across the field. And they were like, "Oh God!" And then they took me out. They were like, "You're done." And I was like, "Oh, thank God, I I, I did my part." The friend that I signed up with, she got a what did you know touchdown? The no, she like got the flag. Oh, gotcha. She she. Got I suppose flag. I don't I don't know the intricacies of flag football. I forgot there were flags. It, it's essentially like she tackled, but you can't gotcha. tackle. So she grabbed their flag while they had the ball, and we were like, "Wow, I'm so proud of you." I, however, am done. I'm out, and that's good for me. That's great for you. I mean, this is so relevant because we're currently it's currently the Super Bowl. Um, That's true. Go the Super Bowl. I 
could care go less. To the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's why Not I'm here. one of the teams. Just go I, Super Bowl. I think it's the Eagles and the the Chiefs. Yeah, Kansas City no and idea. Philly. Philly, I think. Uh, just got an alert you could that be Patrick. Literally <laughs> any mascot and city name right now, and I would be like, sure. It's just I just got an alert that Patrick Mahomes, um, he limped off the field. So uh, hearts out to you, Pat. Um, hope you're doing that. well. I've never heard that. My name my before. friend, she's a huge Chiefs fan, so okay. I, I think she's hurting right now. You um, could be like, oh, it's the Salt Lake City Anteaters. And <laughs> so we, we and just watched the, <laughs> the Chicago Unicorns. And I'd be like, we, really interesting. We just watched um, a movie on Netflix, Feel the Beat. Um, she's like a okay. New York Broadway dancer. And then like she goes back to her hometown of Wisconsin. There are the Churners apparently in that show. So, I mean, I'm pretty close to Wisconsin. Dairy's my name. So, like, let's do it. The Churners. Um, yeah, I like a uh, <laughs> minor league baseball team. Yeah, it definitely does. We've got the the Moon Dogs here. Apparently, it's a thing that the Moon does. It, like in some part of summer, I don't know, creates a Moon Dog. It's a thing. Um, right. I constantly think about like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and like how just like not competitive I am, and like all of those activities that they get signed up to do. Like there was like one there was like it was like flag football, or like. I just couldn't imagine having to do that, let alone you're trying to date someone, but you're also, like, having to, like, be on national television. Like, I'm the type of person who, like, skirts, like, on, like, the outside, like, in gym. And so, like, one time I was the last person in dodgeball because I just simply refused to, like, make myself present. And then when I realized I was the only one, I was, like, hit me. I surrendered. I was, like, this is too much pressure. I can't. I can't handle I mean, like, what do they want me to do? Like, I'm not going like, to – it was a bad situation. I'm not – that's never been my – I get out early on. Uh, well, my I role think... was always to run enough laps of the pacer mm. test that I wasn't the first one to stop. Mm. But as soon mm. as one or two other people stopped, I was done. Gotcha. See, I had no shame. <laughs> okay. Well – Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Yes. The best of holidays, well, maybe not the absolute best, but one of the best of holidays, if only for the pink and the hearts and the chocolate of it all. And that's why I love it. I've had Valentine's candy for like a month now. It's been great. I have just like a jar of it by my bed. Last year put up, um, you know, the like little gel sticky like window cling things. I put up, I had these little hearts. And I put them on my um, vanity mirror mm-hmm. so that there were like little hearts around. And then I just never took them off because uh, I was like, shouldn't. these are really cute. So they've just been there all year, but now they're seasonally. I also have like a little neon light up heart thing on my wall and a little um, bowl of candy that is a pink heart yep. that sits yep. on my desk. And so now it has Valentine's Day candy in it, but it's always there. Uh, there's always candy out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was Christmas candy for a while. <laughs> I know. I had, in like, Halloween, Christmas. Bowl. As it, you should. Hearts yeah. are all year. I've got, like, a heart a heart Valentine's mug that the candy's in by my bed. Very cute. I know. I just bought And a, it's just, like, pink. I mean, pink's my favorite color, so I thrive. Same. Same. I really do. It's so good. Yeah. The chocolate. The love. It's the like, love. wow, we can talk about romance novels as if we don't talk about romance novels all the time anyway. I know. But now it's seasonally appropriate. It's seasonally appropriate. I get to do my annual viewing of Valentine's Day. Um, 
Do you do you like that one? No. The movie? No. <laughs> it has like no. Julia Roberts. No, not Julia. That yes. Yes, yes, she's in it. Uh Ashton Kutcher. Um it's like the ensemble one. George Lopez is in it. Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner were in it. Wow. I don't like almost any of the people you just named. I think you need or to at watch least that. I movie. wouldn't want to watch them in. But it's like it's like one I of those like, like uh, huge ensemble. Like it's not maybe not great, but it sure has the vibes that I love every yeah, but year. The it's only amazing. other thing that I can think of is Love Actually. That's another like huge Ew. ensemble type thing. Ew, I don't I like don't, that one. I didn't like. I th- that. I do think it may be the creators of Love Actually. I'm pretty sure. It but is. I but I don't like Love Actually. So I will say that. But. Anyway, good. Yes, we went back to bantering 15 minutes in. Happy Valentine's Day from Romance TBR. That's us. Look at us. What are we doing today? Well, it's kind of, I, so I sussed out like all my Valentine's recs, but like, so I've got like a few and I read like a a few more to like have some. Um, But before when we were like brainstorming what to do, we were like, how, how do we do this? Historical romance-esque. Because there aren't a lot. I did find a few, though. Um, but we were like, how do we do it? Caroline had the wonderful idea of having us read books where the heroes are named Valentine. I think most of them, it's the first name. I don't know if I read any or if we have any words the last name. But um, um, I think they were all first names. Yeah. So we've got we, – we have actually a few. So There's one that I meant to read and did not, but yeah. there were several. So that, that one's still on the TBR. And then we we read a few in the past and I did not revisit them because I've been um, busy with other things to read. I read a lot of Audible originals um, the other day and all that. And so like, we've got we got some good recs. It, it, it'll be an interesting episode. <laughs> yeah. I think we, we each had some interesting experiences with the ones that we hadn't read before. Um, I read Duke of Sin by Elizabeth Hoyt, and boy, was I awash with yearning spunk at that one. Yeah. God, I love terrible sex words in romance. Mm, mm, They're my favorite thing. I made a list of just- Wasn't he joking? Wasn't that the context for that No, that's his. that's his vibe. Interesting. There's another Elizabeth Hoyt quote that- I think Jacqueline said, or it was something about it. That's the one. The one that um, she posted was that scene. Well, but whatever the one that she posted, she said it was like like he was joking when he was saying it. I didn't really get, I think that's just, I mean, he, like, it was kind of like a joke, but like, it was his vibe. I don't know. He's not, he's not for me. He's for someone out there. Maybe you. I'm excited for you to read this. I hope he's Um, for me. I mean, the thing is. I think about this book. I like he is truly a villain. Like, you know, there are some who are like, you know, they can kind of skirt the gray. I mean, it's like Sebastian St. Vincent. Like, you know, he's he's like a villain esque. Like, he is. I mean, bab- he he's does a- like kidnap Lily. <laughs> oh, this guy kidnaps multiple people multiple times, 80% through this book. Like, he is he's a he's a guy. Um, so, like, you've read, like, Morally Gray, but, I mean, this guy's pretty, you know, pretty toxic. Um, and there's this, there's this like, cult. Um, and there's – so you have to get do- uh, dolphin tattoos. So he's just got a dolphin tattoo on his ass. 
And his father, yeah, um, his father was um, the runner of this cult. And then he tried to like get Valentine into the cult when he was a kid. And Valentine was like, no, because then the guy was going to force him to like abuse and then kill his half sister. And he was like, I'm not going to do that. So he took his sister away, left. His father died. And then in this book, he starts out because he said he's obsessed with blackmail. And he just want, he like blackmails the king at the beginning. He blackmails like multiple people in this book. And then he's like, how about I become head of this cult? And instead of shutting it down, I just have supreme blackmail power over these horrible people, even though the cult like goes after women and children in bad ways. And like his whole reasoning wasn't to stop them. It was just to get himself more power. <laughs> and like fine maybe no not no not fine but like i can i can skirt around it for like the beginning but this man 80 percent through was still like he was like honestly like he it was like the, the the charm was a little dulled for him after he kind of fell in love but he's like i guess i'll still do it and then he gets there and obviously like spoilers like are gonna happen she they've kidnapped her so tables have turned she's been kidnapped the heroine and then obviously he saves her but i'm like sir if she wasn't the one kidnapped would you like i think he like would he have gone through with it if it would have been some other woman and not her like i think he would have <laughs> and like i just i don't know i didn't hate it i was surprised how much i actually i suppose didn't hate it but like it just so wasn't my vibe but it it was crazy I mean, like, so she, she was like his head housekeeper. She was tasked with stealing back something he he stole for blackmail purposes. And then she – so she got that. So he had, like, was blackmailing the woman he wanted to marry. And then he was also blackmailing our heroine's mother. So she was getting, like, her stuff back. And she was also getting the stuff for the his fiancé or whatever back. And then, like, halfway through, she sets the fiancé free because he kidnaps her. So then, like, halfway through the book, he just, like, kidnaps a woman. Because she, like, got back her um, kidnap thing, so then she, like, set her free from him. So then she wrote him a letter, like, hey, I got my shit back. I'm not marrying you. And he's like, ha, 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 no. Kidnaps her, takes um, the heroine to his, like, castle, straight up. And then she notices that there's a woman in the basement, and then she lets her go. And then the there's a novella after this that's the kidnapped woman's romance, which I read, um, too, because I was like, yes two hours this is intriguing um and then immediately after like she sets the woman free like they're on like the moors or whatever and he's like very turned on that she like got one over on him so then that's when they first have sex um but i was baffled when he had kidnapped another one <laughs> i was like my god sir um yeah there's quite a bit of male nudity he's he's he likes to be nude uh what else he's a certified boob guy these are my notes uh he loves her breasts i mean his like for in the first 10 minutes he's like I, like he just talks about titties like i don't that <laughs> word is not great especially in like historical romance like what <laughs> um and i, I was just like today. no i saw tiktok today where this woman wrote a list that was like and for her husband that was a witch of <laughs> which of these uh, which of my qualities do you love the most right and it was like mind soul booby 
or something like that. Like that was the, and it was like a little checklist and he had to like check which one he loved the most and she gave it to him and it, it records him. He draws another little box and he writes, uh, soul. And you're like, oh, and then he checks the boobies. That's so, him. Um, that's him. That's Valentine Napier. Yeah. Um, I, I some other uh, good quotes. Grotesquely engorged, mm-hmm. um, emptied his loins into her furnace. Sure. Um, <laughs> his precious foreskin. Um, a wash, a washed and yearning spunk. That was a funny right. one. Right. Um, your plump little toes and plump little fingers. He had. She had plump extremities. He loved them. <laughs> he talked about it multiple times. Um, I just like his hot tongue. Um, yeah. I, I mean, he straight up sliced, he like disemboweled a man. I mean, at that point I was like, yeah, he deserved it. Just right in front of her. She had blood on her dress <laughs> after he had gotten poisoned. So sure. he like, there was like a whole sick scene. He got poisoned. He was not likely to come out of it. He comes out of it because I think, um, just his willpower of not wanting Absolutely. to die like that. And then he like straight up kills the guy, which I mean, to each their own. Um, Elizabeth Hoyt is just so odd because like as it as the series goes on, like I've read now like six or seven of these books, I think, and I've pretty much read them in order. Um, ish. That's that's a big ish. Um, like I haven't read the first three, but then I've read like four through this is ten. So I've read like four through ten and a half, sans like one or two. Um, and they just get progressively darker as they go Mm -hmm. on. And like, I don't know if I really want to continue like after, um, the novella that I read, that one wasn't really dark at all, but like, it gets really heavy into like child trafficking and like very dark backstories. And like they're the hero of the next book was in this one and he's like trying to take down this cult, um, I think that's what it's still on because Valentine just kind of, I think just left. Um, and then he had like his whole like traumatic childhood was his father would like kill all these kittens he had. So he would like get him a kitten and then he would like give it to him. And then as soon as he like misbehaved, he would kill the kitten and then he just like kept giving him kittens. So then his whole mentality was you have to kill the thing that you love because then he killed his like last kitten before his father could do it. And I was like, this is gratuitous animal death. <laughs> I was like, that's a lot of kittens. Um, it had its ups and downs. Um, it was very dramatic. He was at a level 10 this entire book, even on his deathbed. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I can't wait for you to read that one, but I mean, there's just a lot. (laughs) Ass and titties out (laughs) all day. Yeah. Um, well... (laughs) I don't yeah. know how to segue out of that. No. Um, no. So I'm just going to say wow and then say yeah. the only one that I read that – like there are the other ones that we had read before that we wanted to mention, but the only mm-hmm. one that I hadn't already read that I read for this was – uh oh, what's it called? The Virtuoso. The Virtuoso. By Grace Burroughs. By Grace Burroughs. Here's the thing. <sighs> yeah. I ended up giving it a couple of stars because it wasn't all bad. Like, they had mm-hmm. a very sweet relationship. Like, they kind of hit it off. Well, they'd met before. 
and kissed um and so now reconnecting like it's a lot of like charming like just them spending time together and hanging out and like having their little affair and being sweet and it was very nice in those moments um a lot of the time though i was bored and so I yeah. would speed the audiobook up because I was bored. And then, so partially it's my own fault that I would miss things and then be like, whoa, who are all these random characters? However, there were like a lot of random characters. And there was this whole yeah. plot where she was getting blackmailed. Ugh, and I hate blackmail. Oh, you would hate this particular I hate it blackmail so, mu- I hate so, it so much, much because. Uh, uh. Tell me. <laughs> Okay, well, so without spoilers for anybody, just yeah. essentially she was getting blackmailed over something that wasn't even her fault and it was dumb. <laughs> and she waited until quite literally the hours before he was leaving, but, which she was making him leave, yeah. even though they were in love, to tell yeah. him. And he was like, that wasn't even your fault. <laughs> like, what are you... <laughs> And so he leaves because she makes him because this bad guy will come after him because he's associated with her. And so she's like sending him away to protect him mm. um, because the bad guy's already been coming after him because he like won this estate off of him when he was gambling. And so whatever. And he leaves and he takes care of the bad guy. But the bad guy has done some horrific things and does not. You would also hate that he really <gasps> doesn't get dealt. Like he has to leave the country. He goes yeah. to the continent like he's but done he these just other like, there. Well, he can't thrive. They did mention, oh, like, good. he's, I mean, he was broke anyway, so when he mm-hmm. left, he basically just took, like, he's got jewelry, so he's got enough to, like, get him somewhere, mm-hmm. um, but they were like, you know, that's all he's got, and uh, his family, he's the, like, last son of a duke, and they have, they're, like, a really powerful family, and so they essentially, I think they own, like, shipping companies or something, whatever. They basically were like, we'll know if he tries to come back. So, like, we did get him out. However... And now we move on to the spoilers. So skip to the next like timestamp or whatever if you don't mm-hmm. want to hear spoilers for this book. He, w- without her knowledge or consent, aborted three pregnancies of her what? pregnancies. What? Yeah. Okay. The the villain. So she- oh my god. <sighs> so she's a widow. Yeah. She's um, which like by the way, like he's a villain. But this is just a weird plot line. So he, um, okay, she marries, um, I think he's like a baron, like a low-ranking peer. Uh-huh. Um, they have this estate. He, the villain, is like a kind of cousin. Like, he's the heir at this point to the her husband. Who, they, they like, love each other, but it's not like a passionate marriage, right? Yeah. They just, you know, but they love each other. They want kids. Um, he tried to essentially be like, give me money. And she was like, no. <laughs> Same. <know>? Like, <laughs> no. Um, but she also didn't tell her husband that he was asking her for money because, mm. like, she knew that he was slimy. I think he'd done yeah. something before, too, that she didn't like. Yeah. Um, but her husband didn't know that. And there was, like, a family. Like, can I? So she didn't want to, like, ruin their relationship. And also, that's, like, and she that's thought why that, I fucking hate blackmail, man. And she thought that he was trying to, like, reconcile with him. So she didn't want to, like, mess that up because he was the heir, right? Like, yeah. you know, whatever. So yeah. she said no to giving him money. And then she's trying to have kids. Um, oh, also importantly, she's a gardener. She's got, like, gorgeous gotcha. gardens. So, like, she's familiar with plants. She makes um, things for people, whatever. Uh, sells produce. Um, so she, 
mentions throughout this book that like she can't have kids is how she says it Mm -hmm. or like there won't be a pregnancy when they're Mm -hmm. getting together so you think she's just infertile because she was she blames herself and says she was never able to give her husband children but it turns out she had three pregnancies and miscarried all three of them (laughs) your face is scaring me what actually happened is she said that she would have these really like awful pregnancies she would be very sick Mm -hmm. and nauseous and the bad guy, the cousin, would bring her peppermint tea. It's always a fucking cousin. <laughs> it is. He would bring her peppermint tea because peppermint tea will soothe your stomach. And she mm. said she drank like cup and cu- a cup after a cup of peppermint tea because it was the only thing that would like soothe her stomach, right? And then she would lose the pregnancy. And it turns out that this was because uh, he was not giving her peppermint tea. He was giving her pennyroyal, which tastes like peppermint. Um, but Pennyroyal is an herb that women would use to bring on their men's their their, their menses, mm. they would say. Um, so it essentially could like force a miscarriage. So he was aborting her pregnancies. That's rough. Without her knowledge. Like mm-hmm. she didn't know that that was what was going on. Also, it's never confirmed, but it's highly suggested that he poisoned her husband. Um, um, yeah, that would make sense. And so he died. And then he was blackmailing her this whole time because she was left, like, he was technically left whatever was entailed, but, like, her widow's portion was, yeah. like, she owns a lot of the, like, yeah. land and she lives on this cottage or in this cottage on the land and, like, she collects the rent from everybody mm-hmm. and the the hero can't figure out where the rent money is going because she's living essentially in poverty in this cottage yep. um, and collecting the rent but not like helping the tenants at all like they haven't yeah. seen any of their rent and so he's like what is going on like is she just like keeping all this money for herself what's going on but they go look and it's like in an account that the cousin has been withdrawing money from and they get, so they're all confused um and it turns out he has been blackmailing her with the whole penny royal situation saying that if she doesn't give him this money He will tell everyone that, like, she's the gardener. She understands plants. She aborted her own pregnancies. (laughs) And he will imply that she killed her husband. And the hero is like, um, so she's going on and on about how this guy killed her babies, which already was kind of a weird vibe. Yeah. Um, Which, like, I understand why a pregnant person would feel that. Like, when you wanted the pregnancies, you would feel that way. Um, But, it like, it was just, it was weird we were really hitting hard like he's killed babies and i was like ah ah we're doing a lot and then the hero was like well they weren't born so you can't be prosecuted for murder like that's not uh, like that's not a thing at that point that's the yeah. law they would have to be born and she but was it, like nobody could be prosecuted for disobeying yeah. my husband yeah. in oh. pregnancies um. and so basically he was blackmailing her and saying that he would pin it on her because she's the gardener and she's the one with the knowledge to do it. And so she was giving him the money. And then she was like, he's going to come after you. In fact, he's been coming after him and like putting him and his workers in life-threatening situations throughout this book. And then the hero has to go find out that he was like selling votes in the House of Lords. Um, <laughs> of course, the House would, of Lords comes in. Right. That And that would piss off the prince uh-huh. if he knew that. And so they chase him out. But like... <sighs> 
I just got to this point, and she tells him at the very last yeah. minute. Yeah, like no, she no, waits no. as long as she can. She's really held out on the secret and been like, "I've done something horrible. Like you're gonna hate me when you find out. Like I'm such a liar." Blah blah. blah. And he's like, "What did you kill your husband?" And she's like, "No, worse." Like what? And I was when, like, when "Girl, did you didn't did do then? anything." And so she's she just like. like well, she blames herself because if she had just given him the money in the first place, the first oh. time he asked for it, he wouldn't. Well, he would have claimed back. Um, um, killed her pregnant uh, baby. Oh. Uh, <laughs> See, when I read blackmail, I realize I have no shame. All of these people who get blackmailed don't want to tell other people about it. They want to harbor it. They have too much pride. I have no pride. Okay, I would just immediately ask for as much help as I could. Like, I wouldn't, like, I'm too much of a wimp. Like, I wouldn't, like, want to hold that secret. Or, like, it's, like, um when she doesn't want to marry him because he's so rich and she, like, doesn't want his money. I'm, like, yes, I want your money. I also want oh, your that's love. that's the but, like, dumbest reason. But, like, I will also spend your money. Like, yeah. like when whenever, like, there's a, a heroine, it's normally a heroine, um, who is just, like, I don't want, like, she's just, like, turned off, which, like, I get it. Like, if it's, like, a certain type of hero who's, like, you know, vain and, like, really just buys things and doesn't understand, like, actual emotions and just buys love. Like, that's different. But when they're just so adamant about, like, not accepting help and, like, I'm like, girl, you're almost on the streets. Take the money. Take this position that he's offering you. Like, do something. On the streets. <laughs> like, I just – I don't know. I mean, I I love – I love um that, you know, I don't know empowerment but also i like a warm meal i like a warm bed and if i had a rich nobleman who wanted to help me not even like have sex just wanted to like give me money to survive i think i would do it yeah oh also part of it was that she didn't think oh and he was lying the whole time (laughs) of course um Literally all, almost until the last minute yes. about, number one, his piano playing. Even though I thought you were going like to say his penis. Virtuoso. No. <laughs> no, about his piano playing. He's like a virtuoso piano player, but there's something wrong with his hand. It's all like swollen mm. and messed up, and so he's supposed to be resting it, and she's been helping him take care of it, but he never told her that it's he like agony for penis? him to not be able to play the piano. Oh. Unclear why that didn't. He was, like, keeping that a secret, and also he didn't tell her, like, they had met before, but he was just Mr. Wyndham, because he's just Mr. Wyndham, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't mention until much, much later that he's the youngest son of a duke. So, like, he doesn't have a title, but he's from a powerful aristocratic family, which, again, I don't know why we're lying about this. Yeah. Um, Or not, like, lying, but But she feels lied to. Because then, and it's yeah. like, why didn't you tell me this? Especially because she's kind of sensitive about the aristocracy because she like married into it, but it's mm. she's still like really low ranking, and like nobody. She essentially has this whole like she mattered while she was married to a baron, but yeah. now that she's a widow, like everybody forgot I mean, about her. She wouldn't even really matter if she was married to like, or it's you say he's the first son of a duke, so he's an heir, or is he like the no, third? he's the last one. Oh yeah, so then I mean, no one cares about him. No, but she's still, like, sensitive about – I don't know. I just don't know. There was so much, like, not telling each other things. And I was like, yeah. why are we just, like, not telling each other things that aren't even, like, a huge deal? How was the sex? Was there any was, sex? Yeah, there was probably plenty. Great. And it was fine. I don't have any clear memory. I mean, I think it was good. Yeah. Well, see, that 
the Duke of Sin only had like two scenes. It was like a lot oh. less. I know it. Maybe maybe like I missed one, but like they definitely didn't hit like some of the first few books did, or at least the Virgin one. That one was so fucking good. Um, I was surprised by the lack of because it like a it took a pretty long while, which I mean made sense. I mean this man is a criminal of the state, but like I I don't quite know. I mean him at the he was cute at the end. He like I could get it, and someone compared him to Lothair in um mm-hmm. Cressley Coles, which totally makes sense. I mean, Lothair's book for me was like the same rating, like right in the middle, like three stars. Like it was good. I mean, aren't Not those all morality chain? Y- yeah. So yeah, yeah. Because then I'm I'm interested, like intrigued for you to read, for you to read all those different ones. I mean, obviously you love Sebastian, so. And they're all like blonde, I which again like is just not. Chain. Yeah. Anyway, it was a thing. So that was that my... one. I selfishly am so happy that you you took the fall on that one. Oh, you would have hated it. <laughs> I every time something happened that was like somebody's lying about something, I have a friend, <laughs> or like somebody's not. Like, there's the blackmail. Yeah. Um, he also tried to, like, basically murder her. Like, there was a storm, yeah. and she was with – they were there. I don't know who these random characters are. There were some neighbors that they were friends with, I guess. They would yeah. go live at their house. I don't know. Um, and they would go stay at their house, and they were there during the storm, and they came back, and a tree had, like, fallen into part of her house. Yeah. Um, but as soon as they examined it, they discovered, lo and behold, the lightning had only broken it partially. It was still up, mm. and then somebody like sawed, sawed it, it so that it fell on her house. And then left who. and because he's maniacal, um, every time he would come to visit, or like it would be real ominous when she didn't like meet him, like he would come to visit mm-hmm. and he would give her a pennyroyal plant. Um and so when they she went to go stay in Valentine's house, um, and the workers were like, "Oh, here's this plant that was like on your counter. We figured you would want to like have it, take care of it." Mm-hmm. And it was Pennyroyal, and she like, she chucked it out the window, <laughs> which I respect because she's like, "This weed, <laughs> I don't want it. Fuck you, um, weed." But how maniacal that he like leaves Pennyroyal and brings it with him every time. Ugh. I, sorry, um, I read One Night of Surrender by Darcy Burke, so that was, like, another new one. It was, like, a, I think it was a novella. It was, like, 200 pages, so it was, like, a short-ish novella, or long-ish novella, short-ish book. I don't quite know. Um, it's part of her series that she does with Erica Ridley, where they each write a book in order. Um, it was, like, a, it was a fine book. It was very surface level. Um, it was, like, a second chance. They had... Um, known each other at Oxford because her father um, wasn't – I don't think he was really – I don't know if he was a professor or if he was just, like, the – he was, like, someone at Oxford. So he, like, made something. I don't know. Um, while the Earl and, like, his friend the Duke and all that, they were learning there. And then she was also being taught by her father, but, like, she wasn't obviously going to Oxford. Um, so then they, like, had a fling – 10 years ago i think it was 10 years um i i mean i think she slept with him and then they just like kind of separated because he had to marry someone then she got married hers was a bad marriage because the guy was just kind of like dull um and then she like didn't have children and he was angry and then he died and then um as soon as her husband died this guy married 
a woman. And it was presented as very dramatic because I think she was not faithful. Um, so like the whole thing, I thought it was gonna be a lot more dramatic than it was, but she was just like not a great wife. But then he also was like, I was just kind of in love with you the entire time. So like, can't really blame her. Um, and she like died in childbirth with not his baby. Um, so, I mean, that was not great for him. Um, then he was like, I'm not getting married anymore. Like, I'm not going to fall in love. Um, and then they just, like, meet 10 years later. She's the governess of, like, his family friend who is staying there for a little bit um, while his townhome is being renovated. And he has, like, two daughters. And, I mean, it was, like, a little bit dramatic when they ran into each other. Um, but then she, like, gets fired because the wife is, like, jealous because the husband, like, made an advance and all that. So you're kind of just like, what? Um, so then she had, like, one night as a barmaid in the bar, like, the tavern that he owns. Which I think that could have been a lot more fun if she would have, like, been a barmaid for longer. Because it was kind of funny. Because um, she was not suited for the life of, of a barmaid. Um, she was, like, speaking Greek and Latin and, like, all these things. Um, so then he was like, okay, how about you go be the uh, chaperone of my sister? And then there was, like, a cheeky sister obviously and then like the dowager very like stern but lovable um she kind of like meddled in the relationship but it just like there was only like one sex scene it wasn't like i want the pining and the yearning to be like like multiplied in like a second chance and it was just kind of like it wasn't very angsty which i guess like i don't necessarily need because like i mean i prefer like the low angst because there wasn't really a third act breakup i don't think um but not much really happens, but also just like it didn't go deep into the surface, which I don't know. It was like a three star read. Oh, well, three and a half. I rounded down because I'm like, I'm not going to remember this book in a day. Um, granted, that happens to a lot of books, but this one particularly, like I, I had this, I spent like $4 on it. I had a Kobo gift card. Um, I don't regret spending it and I don't regret reading it, but I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> You know, like I wouldn't go back and be like, yes, that's a purchase I would make again. Um, but I would be interested in the sister story. But then again, I'm like, there are so many other books to read. And it wasn't an audiobook, and I prefer audiobooks. Um, but it also took place around Valentine's Day. And his name was Valentine. And he was like, it's my day. So that was kind of cute. Um, I didn't expect it to actually like be Valentine's themed. Um, there was like a Valentine's Day ball. Um cute. So, like, it's one of the few historical Valentine's Day things that we found. So, like, yay on that front. Like, I I don't not recommend it. But, um, but yeah, that one, it was good. Um, it's weird giving that three stars and also giving the Duke of Sin three stars because they were just wildly different books. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> A lot happened in that. Oh, uh, sometimes I give Elisa Kleypas three stars and I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. this compared to the other three stars mm-hmm. I've read yeah. <laughs> is a five star. I don't know how ratings work. I understand the value of ratings, but it's just so hard. I just need like a sliding scale, but also like an author scale. Um, But yeah, I read a few other Valentine's Day ones in preparation just to like mention. Um. Oh, wait, no. We're going to – we have a few other – we have The Duke in Question by Emily Howard. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, An Heiress's Guide to Deception and Desire by Amanda Collins. That one I liked. Really don't remember it. Um, I listened to the audiobook. I read the the first – like those three books um, earlier 
December maybe? November? No, October? I don't know. Um, I really liked them all. So I liked them, but that one just kind of, I think, got like lost in the middle of my memory. Um, I don't but that... remember Manda's yeah. – like I remember the relationships. Mm-hmm. I very quickly lose the details on the mysteries. Yeah. Which isn't that the mysteries are like poorly written. Just yeah. I, I similar to how I never remember the plot of thrillers either. Yeah, uh, there's something about that that just like it doesn't stick in my brain the way that a romance does. Um, but the Manica, I love that series. It's very cozy um, and like very charming. It really feels like historical romance meets cozy mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, they were Lady's Guide was the first forever book that I read. Mm, I read that, yeah. Um, that was, like, pretty early on for me, too. And it was how Dana f- found me on TikTok and was like, hey, do you want me to send you some books? Um, and she Aww. did. And she sent me Eris's Guide. Um, and now I'm working on the third book in that series. So we've oh come gosh. full circle. Also, I have my little stuffed penguin here who – look at him. Um, oh my gosh. My boss sent me for like in a little care package when I started Aww. my job. He was in the care package and his name is Valentine after <laughs> um, after Valentine in uh, an heiress's guide to deception and desire. Um, I love me some Valentine and the hero- uh, heroine's name is Caroline. Oh my God. And that's she perfect. Has a big tat and I love her. Um, oh. But I love that series. Yes. So it's like it's a series recommendation. Yes. yes, that that one is very good. Um, that was my favorite of the bunch. The last, the teal one. Eris's guide was the second chance. Um, yes, which I like. I remember why. Um, it can kind of depending on your feelings about second chances, you might be kind of annoyed about why it. D- I didn't bother me. Um, but it I don't was think like it a, bothered. His family got in the way. She was like not uh titled i want to say even though he was a second son and so they like didn't like her for him and i think he like didn't stand up for her i can't remember if he broke it off Hmm. or if she did just because he didn't stand up for her to like her father or whoever but now he's inherited because his older brother died unexpectedly um so he has taken on the title and so i think he can kind of do whatever he wants but also he compromises her well he doesn't compromise her but they are compromised early on in the book even though they weren't doing anything scandalous. Well, let me rephrase. They weren't uh, engaged in amorous activities. They were interviewing actors backstage at a theater trying to find uh, a criminal. Missing... I can't remember if he was a murderer or a kidnapper. Or, yeah, somebody well, there's, like, there's, a, there's a missing actress. I'm looking at the summary. So yeah. an actress goes missing, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's see, I remember the romance, but I do not remember the mystery. Um, I anyway, she gets, like, kind of roughed up, and so when they come back out, she's, like, in... Yeah, world. yeah. And so it looks like they've been uh, <laughs> yeah. getting hot and heavy, even though they haven't, and he's like, we're engaged, and just kind of leaps on that opportunity, because he wants Beautiful. to marry her anyway, and I respect that. Honestly, same. Um, and Mary Jane Wells narrates the audiobooks. Mm. Um... I so my review uh, Goodreads is down so like there's like a partial review on Storygraph um it was just about like how I thought there was gonna be a closed door sex scene but then they were just laying on the bed getting cozy when it started the next chapter started and there was the open door um each one has like a sex scene or two which was nice yeah they're never like super explicit but they're not but I thought they were actually they were 
the first one was like better than I remembered. Um, and then the second one was good, and then the third one I really liked. Um, so I that's a fun series. And again, Mary Jane Wells, you you really can't you can't. I mean, it's like mystery and murder and blackmail and mayhem and cults and like in the historical context it's so nice i love the historical just vibe you can add to anything it's just victorian Um, ladies meddling if you like what is it Uh, miss scarlet and the duke Mm. this has those vibes but with more romance nice we don't have um i think it's brit box we don't have that so we're gonna wait until all of it's out and then we're gonna get trial of brit box my mom was like no more streaming i was like ah that makes sense um our next one the duke in question by Emily howard remember most i remember most of this one i read it twice um i love this book loved it when i read the arc and then i read the audiobook um after it came out it's great um he's her brother's friend they're not really like best friends i don't are they best friends i don't know um and she's kind of like work together they so they, they like know they each other like, yeah They're, like acquaintances um and so she's together wasn't weren't they like spies together i don't know I, that's a great question the brother now owns I the boat like that they're you. on <laughs> i i'm like i don't brother, know the details just, the brother owns the boat that they're on so they're crossing the ocean to america and she is technically an undercover spy um, she's working. She's got a clue about an attempted assassination on Lincoln. We know how that goes. Um, it's a different one. Apparently, it happened. Yeah, a different assassination. <laughs> a different one. Um, so kind of a bittersweet you know <laughs> feeling. How when they- I would be if I went through <laughs> I be- all of this to thwart the assassination, <laughs> only to get home and have somebody be like, "Lincoln's been assassinated." I'd be like, "What?" Well, ma'am. Imagine being Katniss and trying to save your sister, and then for her to get kaboom. Don't bring up the <laughs> don't bring up the war criminal right now. Made me so fucking angry. Okay, don't bring up um, the war criminal on this my safe space. I hate him podcast. so much. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. So there, she's got a. She's called the the Kestrel type of bird um so she's like an undercover spy she's got this clue trying to save lincoln um and then he is a retired spy um he is also on this boat because he knows the kestrel is going to be there he is divorced from another spy that's amicable they just got married for like the the vibes like you know undercover vibes um <laughs> and everything the vibes. i don't know me this is what happens when i have i'm to gonna be plots. saying my vows one day and be like i'm gonna marry you for the vibes <laughs> so i mean they, they were like former lovers but like she's a cool she's a cool lady um and and she so the heroine whatever her name is it's probably great don't remember it um she do you yeah i don't know um she doesn't expect this valentine i know his name because it's part of the episode um so she doesn't expect valentine to be on this boat she sees him so she has to act um so she's been like acting her entire life kind of like privileged and kind of spoiled um and like ditzy to kind of assuage the bronwyn bronwyn look at you um so she's been like acting and he like believes it he's like wow like i'm like attracted to her but like not happy about it because she's kind of like stuck up 
Um, and then obviously like his ex-wife, she's like, ha ha ha. And then basically there's just a lot of like sex and steamy situations. There's a great deflowering against a tree. You know, just how you want to lose your virginity. Yeah. I mean, she was into it. Cough, cough, again, the magic. Except it's brilliant. And again, the it sounds so uncomfortable, but my God. There, there was another one in um, a Julianne Long book where they had kissed for the first time two minutes prior, and then he just stuck it in against a tree, and like she was a virgin, and I was like, um, pain. You but know, I mean, Bronwyn was ready. <laughs> she, it was the adrenaline. <laughs> they had just like escaped with their lives, um, trying bang. to. Yeah, the danger bank. That's great. Sometimes you escape um, bears and <laughs> trap them in pits. Sometimes ugh. you escape people trying to kill you. Yeah. And then you just, you know, bang against the nearest surface. Um, and just a tree. A, a, a large tree. And it was so good. He didn't know she was a virgin. So then he, and then it was dark. So he didn't see her virgin's blood. And Naturally. then, like, that night, they, like, found this cottage and they, like, go to bed. And then he, like, in the morning like wakes up and cleans up and he's like what the fuck he didn't realize and he like saw it and then she was like sleeping she's like i'm tired like you woke me up for this and cool. it was great <laughs> she was cr- it was so good um <sighs> lonely island so you know burning all the time they are and then there was like an alcove scene it was great and then her brother showed up um and like her brother's so, like her brother's associate was also on the boat so then he like knew she Look, i don't know like her brother knew spy she, things happen spy things happen yeah we don't know similar to manda collins we don't know the external plot details yeah like i it was I remember, good <laughs> i remember there was the lincoln bit um yeah so i remember some yeah. double crossing going there on is. yeah there are some mysterious folks Lives are in danger. People are shot at. <laughs> and there's a lot of sex. So what there more is. do you it, want? That's my favorite one out of this bunch um, would be that one. And then it would be the heiress's guide to deception and desire. Then probably Duke of Sin just for the dolphin tattoo on his ass. <laughs> I can't like if it's between that and one out of surrender, like I'll give it to the dolphin tattoo. Um. Sure, it's so the Duke yeah. with the dolphin tattoo. Honestly, that would have worked real well. Because it wasn't like, the, for, the, the, for the book to be called Duke of Sin, it just wasn't, I mean, he was sinful. I was going to say, like, he sounded pretty, like, the uh, I just, when I think of sin, I think of, like, sexy things rather than, like, yeah. actual jailable sins, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but he was just straight up a criminal. The which? only main lane ra- book I've read was the first one, which mm. I can't wait for you to read because it's one of my favorite. Um, he he comes up in this book, Lazarus. Was, what a, yeah, Lazarus. His, yeah. So she's his sister, his like half sister. Ot. Okay. Well, <laughs> love that. Um, he has one of my favorite historical microtropes, which was on my list to go on the historical romance bingo, and I somehow oh, really? skipped it, and I'm pissed about it. Um, so it'll have to go on a future board. But that is uh. <laughs> the hero or one of the characters has um disturbing 
or alarming, scandalous sexual proclivities. And then when we get to it, it's actually just something mildly kinky. Yeah. Um, So in this case, well, I mean, he does have like an interesting touch aversion type Mm -hmm. situation going on. Um, But the, the aversion or the, 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 uh, the the scandalous proclivities that everybody whispers about very dramatically are that he's into like bondage and blindfolding so he like ties her up and then at the end she let she's allowed to tie him up it's a whole she's like i want to do it to you which is fun um but i just love the micro trope uh it happens in uh devil in spring too where they're like oh yep or he he can't expect his wife to satisfy his outside of the norm sexual proclivities only for it to be like a little light bondage there was um uh what is her name i don't know but as a side note about that scene i will say i mean i laughed at him i laughed in his face at him being like dad i like really kinky stuff and sebastian saint vincent his father being like lol you think anyway um but i will say that scene was kind of hot he tied her up with her corset strings and i was like all right filing that away (laughs) what is that sebastian quote where he's like people have been doing crazier stuff than you that is true like hundreds of years like (laughs) yeah i mean like i get it like with just like how like the society misses were like raised and all that um yeah but there's a good I think it's Portrait of a Scotsman. They have a good moment where they talk about how, like, aristocratic wives would come to Lucian to, like, have affairs with him and, like, get a bit of rough. Yeah. And so he, like, didn't want to ask Hattie to do stuff. And I think it was, like, the friend Mm. that was, like, you've seen, like, society wives. wives. Like, these wives come to you. So it's bold of you to assume that your (laughs) wife doesn't want exactly what all these other wives are coming to you to get. Which their husbands won't give them because they expect them to not want it. So they're going to That's get funny. it somewhere else. That's and a very long, not at all good paraphrase of that scene. But but speaking of E.B. Dunmore, Rogue of One's own, uh, his name is Tristan Ballantyne. So it's not Valentine, uh, yes. but he does encounter Ballantyne cards because he's hot. And girls want to <laughs> give him cards. Um, so yeah. there's a little bit of a Valentine it's a tie-in. They have Valentine cards. I would um, like one. Yeah, I would love a val- a Valentine card. Um, so I did read, I did read two other um, Valentines novellas uh, that were um, like pretty good. Well, one was pretty good. One was phenomenal. They are both from um, Avon, so it's Harper Collins. Um, standard disclaimer: the strike we hope is almost over. Um, they've reached a tentative agreement. Um, so hopefully soon. Um, so. This is not necessarily a review, but just to let you know, because it was very hard to find them. Um, the first one is The Earl in My Bed um, by Sophie Jordan. It's a forgotten princess's Valentine novella. He calls her princess a lot. Um, that one is just, uh, they basically like a group of childhood friends. Um, he had a few sibling- siblings and then she was there. Um, she was always in love with his brother. Um then then he also had an older one. Well, then his older brother, I think, died. So then he's now um, the – is he an earl? Yeah, they're all, so he's an earl. And um, the one she's in love with, obviously, is his younger brother. He has no clue. Like, he is not attracted to, to this girl. He sees her as a sister. He's not into it. Um, this 
the Earl was off at war for a long time. So he's been gone, um, comes back because he was then made the heir. And um, he like, then they start interacting and it was like pretty cute. It's pretty forgettable, um, but it was like, it was pretty cute. I did actually have to make notes because I was like, Hannah, you're going to forget this. And what am I doing? I'm forgetting it. Um, if I can find it, the Earl in my bed. Okay. So childhood friends, but she loved his brother. He's got a tile now. They're both back in town. They yell about passion, desire, and then they get passion and desire all over. They get compromised. He sneaks into her room. They boink. They get married. <laughs> so that's the that's the process there. I did completely forget about the compromising. Um, so then he's like, I'll marry you. And she's like, no, I'm not going to marry you. Um, and then he like, of course, like yeah, he sneaked up into a room. It was good. I was wondering if we were going to get a sex scene. So we did. Um, so that one was that one had an audiobook. Um, and then the other one, When Good Earls Go Bad, was Megan Frampton. That was, like, one of her first books, or, like, her first with Avon, which I didn't realize. Um, so fucking good. He was a virgin hero. He's Scottish. She owns a, um, not, like, a housekeeping agency, but, like, a worker agency where she, like, will hire out, like, you know, maids, um, housekeepers, cooks, and stuff like that. She owns it with her friends, who are other heroines in the series, and um, it starts off with this, uh, like, footman, butler guy. He's asking for a housekeeper. And he's like, we need someone to clean up his, like, place and then just, like, stay there. Um, and she's like, well, I don't have any. I literally, like, I'm not equipped for this. Like, I don't have anyone on staff. Like, you're going to have to leave. And he's like, well, he's an earl and you're going to lose his business and we're going to, like, badmouth you. And she's like, okay, well, I don't want to lose his business. So then she is like, I'll just – I'll suck it up. How hard can it be? I can housekeep. Um, so she gets there. She starts cleaning. Um, and she stops before she cleans his room because she's like, they're, like he's not coming until later in the day tomorrow. That's fine. Like, I'll wake up. I'll have time because she's, like, exhausted. She goes to bed. Well, this man – he hates being uh, late, but he also hates being early because he's wasting so much time where he could have been doing other things if he would have left later, all that. He gets early into town. She's already asleep. Um, he basically gets to town right after she went to bed. Um, he gets pretty drunk because there's nothing else for him to do. Um, like, there's no food. Like, there's no, like, cook or anything. So he's, like, he found the whiskey and was, like, let me just, you know, have a little party with myself. Um, he crawls into bed. But it's not empty. She's in it. And he's like, oh, my God. So sorry. What are you doing here? It's a whole cute thing. And then basically, um, she, like, they just, th like, lived together for however long he was there. Um, and like I said, he, he's a virgin hero. I didn't expect that. It was so cute. It was just – it was so sweet. The Valentines, when that came into play, it was adorable. Um, he like got her like all these Valentine's gifts and then his like one ugh, I won't say it, but super cute. Um five out of five. I loved it. And I would read it if I were you and anyone listening. Yeah. I got it at the library, so maybe your library would have it. Um, but it, that one I think like falls through the cracks. The the Photoshop job on the cover, atrocious. That poor woman. They photoshopped some period hair onto her. Oh, My God. I, if I were you, Caroline, I would look it up right now. Um, it's when good earls go bad. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I'm jelly of her hair and what they did to it. I mean, it looks like they just, like, put a face on some, like, like a Q-tip. 
I don't I don't know what they like why they did that. I can't find a high enough res image. Oh hang on. Why does it look like that? <laughs> I don't know. And it's Avon. So like her face is so zoomed in. <laughs> she she looks so depressed. She's very happy. It was a very quirky and fun book. She looks like she's like getting sacrificed. But to, also like, just like her facial features are <laughs> far too large for the size of her face. <laughs> I don't know what they did. It looks like they zoomed in too far and it's all out of proportion. Her head angle is different than her body angle. Her chin is not where her lips are. Like, it's a whole thing. Her hair is the worst. Like, I could Photoshop this better, like, two sheets to the wind, like, drunk. It looks like, um, you know, when we were children and people would make or, like, uh, like Photoshop themselves or, like, their face <laughs> onto pictures with, like, yes members of one direction or yeah. Justin bieber or whoever yeah. and it's like really poorly their face on somebody else's body or they like photoshop themselves that's what it looks like it looks I, like someone has photoshopped her face onto this heroine well but also it looks like those two were not in the picture not together. in the same photo together not at all his arm looks weirdly photoshopped too look at his hand compared to the rest of his body they definitely photoshopped a different arm onto that man okay what is this that's a different cover or that's a different color um it's also different lighting yeah i mean i've seen like cover designers like definitely take and like different shirts and like different hands and stuff so like i understand but also they just didn't like wherever his hand was originally could just been there like okay again at what cost yeah this isn't good Um... no but the the book inside was delightful Um, and she's, so she's his housekeeper. So like when they're having sex, cause she's, um, she's a widow. No, she's not. Sorry. That's a different book. Um, she was, she was ruined a long time ago. Guy said he loved her, didn't marry her. Um, so like she knows what to do. She knows what gets her off. Like he basically doesn't like know anything about sex. He was like saving himself for his marriage. Um, just being a cute little, I don't know, Scottish Earl. And she, when they're going to the bedroom, she like grabs her feather duster. <laughs> He's like, "What?" Um, and so then she like tosses it aside for the first bit. Um, she like gets him down. He's like on the bed. She's like going down on him, and he's like, "Oh my god!" Like I don't even think this man knew what a blowjob was. He was like very enthusiastic. Um, and then she like gets her feather duster and starts teasing him <laughs> with the feather duster. And I was like, "Why is this so good?" um so yeah i mean to me that kind of scared me because then he used it on her but i was like utis are real out here on these streets um so that kind of scared me hope it was a clean feather duster i mean she didn't do too much cleaning because she wasn't a housekeeper um but it was just there was no breakup it was lovely like i said like the third act like love confession was adorable um i don't know it was like the best thing i've ever read um and then we both read x's and o's that's another valentine that's contemporary that's a valentine's day wreck uh super cute roommates firefighter she's a book influencer uh for ya i have the do-over by lynn painter and then 11 paper hearts by kelsey hartwell um those two are very cute and to all the boys i love before i mean that's a classic um crazy cupid love 
was wild. It was like an old source books book I read last year. Completely unhinged. Not not quite sure what happened there. Um, but it was fun. And the sex scene was like out of pocket. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Um, and then Not Your Valentine by Jackie Lau was fantastic. My dog is barking. Uh, that was fantastic. And um, that one was out this year from Kobo. And then I read Royal Valentine by Jen McKinley. That was like pretty good. The audiobook was like a dollar. Um, and then I read Just One More by Jody Slaughter. And that was also fantastic. Basically, it was just like they met in this Uber share. Um, they were both attracted to each other. Some guy got sick all over in the backseat, so they got out. Um, and they just like had spent a weekend in his apartment. And it was the sweetest, sexiest thing ever. And um, uh, he was a barber and she was a tattoo artist. And I loved it so much. It was so good. Um, that was, It was like an older – I think it was like 2019. But good God. Um, I just want to – like I want that to be a whole series because it was so cute. Um, and it was really hot too. So those are my Valentine's Day like speed wrecks that weren't historical. Um, I also want to read uh, Stupid Cupid by Maeve Black. She wrote Blood Moon that I read for our Halloween episode, which I really mm-hmm. liked. Um, so that one comes out on Valentine's Day. So that's my plan for, for Tuesday. Nice. Yeah. The only other – I don't have any wrecks. Um, the only other one was uh, Something Fabulous by Alexis Hall. Was yes. It was historical that I had meant to read for this he episode. He was a Valentine in there. Life happened. Um, and it's – yeah, it's a queer – mm historical romance and one of the heroes is named valentine i do want to read it alexis hall notoriously writes long books um yes so i was trying to find an audiobook but it was a whole like note that it wasn't at any of my libraries it wasn't really it was only on audible and i had already used my credit so it was like a whole thing so we'll see when i get to that one um but the I think the cover was just revealed for the next book Mm -hmm. in that series and Mm -hmm. that it was on too it was read now on NetGalley last week. I don't know if it's still read now. Oh, well, um, I haven't read the first one, so I yeah yeah I probably won't request an arc for the second one just because I have so many other. Oh arcs my! And things. I'm drowning. Um, I'm drowning. But in arcs. I did. I listened to the sample of the audiobook and I read like kind of part of the the first page, mm-hmm. and it does. It's funny. Um, the only other Alexis Hall I read is A Lady for a Duke, which is mm-hmm. also historical, but it's a more like serious. Mm-hmm. Um. It's got like a clinch cover versus this one is like an illustrated cover, so I think there's a, a different style. Yeah. But the, the the audiobook sample in the first page were real funny. I it starts with him proposing to the woman who's gonna <laughs> run away. And she is like horrified by this. <laughs> She's like, I literally could not be more repulsed by you if you had in her head. She doesn't say this, but she's like, I could not be more repulsed if you had like six arms and four eyes. <laughs> like wants nothing I... to do with this man. I read um boyfriend material last year. It's when I first like found out about Chirp. Um, it's just like has a bunch of audiobook deals. Um, so I like bought that audiobook. Um, and the first check. half was like hilarious. Like he is a funny man. Alexis like funny, hilarious. Um, the the second half kind of lost the plot a little bit, but like in general, it was a very funny book. Um, so I'm very excited to like read more of him. I have. I have the audiobook for A Lady for a Duke, and I've had it for a long time. Um, I just feel like whenever I don't have, like, the NetGalley arc of it, I always, like, forget. Because, like, NetGalley, like, you're in a blood oath for that ratio. 
Um, so those are always like prioritized. And then like I forget about like all the different ones throughout all the shit. Um, but that the mass market's coming out for that one soon. Um, yeah. So I do want to read good. it before that comes out. Um, I mean, that was like one of the first forever books that I worked on. I basically mm-hmm. started my internship and they were like, hey, read this <laughs> and help. Um, like before it was on NetGalley or anything. It was just like a PDF file. <laughs> And I, so I couldn't tell how long it was, and that's mm-hmm. a long book. Yeah, um, that's that's bulky. Um, great book, however, it does feel like two books. Um, but I mean, it's like very, it's more serious. There's some somber things. Quite lovely. It feels yeah. very epic, but it, it it like it still has funny. Yeah, I I uh, wasn't in the right moment. headspace. I think when I like I because I like started it and I just wasn't paying attention. Like, I just wasn't grasping it, and I was like, this is something I need to, like, invest my brain into, yeah. and my brain has been thus forth booked up <laughs> with whatever I've been doing. Um, it does have a healthy appreciation for bacon, which I respect. I See, I like bacon, like the food? Yeah. I don't like bacon. <gasps> my My hot take. I used to love bacon. And then my mom, so we have, my grandparents have a cabin in Wisconsin, and we go there every summer, and she made this, like, so it's, like, a very small space. She made this, like, corn bacon thing on the stove, and the entire cabin smelled like bacon for 24 hours, and ever since, the smell of bacon is, like, my enemy. It was, because it was, like, greasy and, oh, I don't mind, like, I can handle it now, but I'd prefer not. I have a really sad announcement, everyone. This is actually <laughs> the last episode of Romance Your TBR. Hannah and I had creative differences and have but- decided to amicably part ways. And by amicably part ways, I mean I will actually never be speaking to her again. She's mailing me a whole pig. Um, <laughs> but see, but get this. But if we were ever – so we're going to be together in August of this year – what if we go out for breakfast and I get bacon and I'm like, God damn it, I hate bacon. I give you my bacon. Isn't that like a great case scenario for you? You trying to use the olive rule to like win me back. I, I don't know what Are that you is. trying to rom-com your way into, you know, <laughs> what is that? For? Is it a new girl? I don't, what is that oh, from? I the olive know. rule where one partner in a romantic relationship, I think it's olive. Oh, it doesn't like and then the other one. And that the other probably one is from new girl. So you've. I feel like it. Let me see. Or maybe it's. Oh, they have a trail mix scene, I think, where she doesn't like something in trail mix, and Nick is like, it's, "What? That's the best part." How I Met Your Lillian Marshall. How I Met Your Mother. Ah, uh, I knew it was a sitcom. Okay, Lillian Marshall. That I makes watched me some feel of that better and less like I'm going crazy. Oh, I loved How I Met Your Mother, minus the ending. <laughs> I think I watched a good amount. My parents watched it all. I was like watching it with them, and then I don't know. I went off and anyway you can't use the olive rule to win me back (laughs) re bacon (laughs) i feel like you'll have a different you'll you'll be singing a different tune if you get my bacon that's that sounded like a weird innuendo i it really did and i just kind of went for it um thank you but you don't respect no 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 i respect you going for innuendos i don't respect you not liking bacon or yeah. your traumatizing experience with it. It I really don't was. I care about your trauma. 
<laughs> she flushed me out. It was so bad. Like, because it was like in the middle of summer, no AC. It was before we got like our wall AC. So the, everything smelled like bacon. And I hate grease. Like, I, I, I don't mind greasy food. Like, if I can use a fork. And like, it just, it made me feel disgusting. And I was smelling it and it got everywhere. And I really did love bacon before that. Well, this was an absurdly long episode yet again. No one's surprised. This was. Um, I mean, it's Valentine's Day. We can be over the top. We can Not be extra. using some excuse every <laughs> episode. We're like, eh, it's fine. Whatever. If you it's the Valentine's far, rule. Good for you. The Valentine's rule. Um, I mean, I have nothing left to say. No. Read some romance. Yeah. You've got some wrecks and um, You can treat yourself if you're doing Valentine's alone like me. You can do and run a little nice bubble bath, get into some like silk fancy PJs or something coziest PJs you have and Mm -hmm. maybe do a little face mask. Make some cookies. (sighs) And read some romance. Do it. Hopefully one of the date night, then you should ditch the date and read romance. (laughs) Just kidding! Don't do that. But like, ditch the date. <laughs> ditch One the of date us and read romance instead. Quote. Uh, we don't support love <laughs> on this podcast. No romantic relationships allowed. None. Only um, fictional love. We'll oh. have to make T-shirts. I have fictional. <laughs> My boyfriend is fictional. Ew. God, that's all so those um, old like early two thousand like memes. Yeah. Like Ugh. I'm in love. I, like I speak in song lyrics and movie quotes. Stop. Rar. Rar XD. And I also read a, a dinosaur romance today, so that was fun. It was fun for me. I'll talk about that oh. at the beginning of our our Friday episode. <laughs> okay. Like, um, so everyone has that to look forward to. Yes. Um, stay strong. Um, hopefully Valentine's Day. It's good. And we shall see you on Friday. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. X's and O's. X's and O's. That and just... O's. What? Is that a the song? The song X's and O's. The song X's and O's. I don't remember. Oh wait, no, I know it now. Okay. Isn't it to the? It's like to a. It's to like the tune of something. What is that? I don't know, but we need to end this episode. So. I know. Bye bye. Yeah. <laughs>